What's up, bridal babes? I hope you're ready for another exciting episode of your favorite local wedding show, Bridal Buzz. Today we're in the studio joined by Dane Miller, the owner and founder of Dos Kiwis Studio, an amazing photographer here in town, and he is going to fill us in on some of the best advice that he has to offer as a wedding photographer for about 20 years. 20 years. So, yeah. so stay tuned, listen up. You're not going to want to miss the advice that he has for you today. With that, let's get started. Dane, thanks so much for joining us today. Absolutely. I think this is your third time in the studio. I think it's my third time here. So welcome back. Happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us a little bit about your background in photography, how you got here. Well, I first started 100 years ago at uh, Fox Photo. Back in the day. Back in the day. (laughs) Uh, And when we had something called Film, F-I-L-M, and uh, now course we don't have that anymore but that's where I started and then I got very involved in uh, professional photographers of America and became the president in 2015 and this year uh, again president of our local guild just doing that continuing education and eating it up love it and how did you get into weddings from the very first part I was doing weddings Uh, it was just seeing where uh, you know it took me and I happened to run into a, a lady used to work here years ago and she really pushed my career going with San Antonio Weddings and uh, using their website. Shout out. The Time the Magazine. <laughs> Shout out. I mean, uh, it's the truth. Uh, and it really pushed me to the next level and Yay. I saw the importance in, you know, advertising was. Amazing. and. Yeah. Do you, could you give like a, a guesstimate of how many weddings you've shot over oh, the years? Oh, over a thousand. Okay, wow. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Maybe not myself, but at one time we had two teams. Now we just have one team. For you know, good 10 years, we were doing two weddings a weekend. I have comprised a list that I've put on my blog before. I took it down. I think it's I put it back up. But I put a list of things together that uh, are 10 tips that could help a bride and a groom um, from the uh, perspective view of a photographer, it doesn't necessarily have to be about photography, right. but some of it is. Right. Well, I mean, you've you've done over a thousand weddings. You've seen the highs thing. and the lows. You you know. I could write a book. I'm not kidding you. It's <laughs> just a vast. Yeah. Information up there. So today's going to be a summarized version. Yes, very of, summarized. And if they want to find this full list, I'm pretty sure we're going to put it on the blog for San Antonio sure. Weddings was, as well. I have it so. all typed out. So. Perfect. But. It'll be it'll be available whether you want to read it, listen to it. We got you covered, Vital Babes. So let's get started with that. So let's right. go with number one. Well, first one is invitations versus time of ceremony. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that they need to say... Uh, my wedding starts at six on the invitation, and they, the, in their mind, they think, "Oh, I can't keep people waiting. I have to walk down the aisle at six o'clock." Mm-hmm. Well, uh, if you tell Frank and Mary to be at your wedding at six o'clock at San Fernando, that means they're going to arrive downtown at six o'clock. Right. Then they're going to spend fifteen minutes looking for parking, and pretty much we're going through communion by the time they're in side the church yeah so there's no rule that says you know that you need to to arrive at the time of when you're walking down the aisle right. make it 15 minutes later um if you're at a venue um one of the 
some places they have no side aisles and uh, like Lost Mission, it's a beautiful place. But uh, if you arrive late, it's really awkward. You're walking down the aisle and I have seen people go, oh, excuse me, excuse me, <laughs> sorry. Oh my gosh. Horrible. Not what you want at your wedding. <laughs> Keep your butt outside until the bride's yeah. gone. You're, and now she's standing there staring at you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just not a bad. Like, thanks for showing up. <laughs> yeah, thanks for, oh, let's have some small talk because I've only got a million emotions running through oh my, my head gosh. right now. The bride should be the last one to walk down that aisle. Like, you don't want guests going back and forth on the no, aisle after no. she's I mean, I've, I've been in the aisle standing there taking pictures and people are tapping on my shoulder. I'm like... <laughs> You know, you're like, your seat is more important than me capturing this moment. I don't think so. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. That's like my number one important one. Number two. Number two. Flower budget. You know, if you want to spend a million dollars on mariachis because that's your dream, then you should do whatever's your dream. Decor is your dream. But a lot of people will tell me, we have only this much for flowers. It's not really my thing. I really don't care about it. One thing that I think that works is to have one spectacular piece at the opening or on the on the sign-in table right. or on the main... A lot of these girls are now doing, I think they're called farm tables or the long, thin tables. And um, I'm think having one spectacular piece instead of a bunch of crappy things on every table uh, really works. And I've had a couple of brides that have taken my advice and thanked me and said everybody talked about that centerpiece uh, or that one one floral that was incredible. Yeah, Yeah. I think people don't realize how much florals cost until they really get into it and then they decide, okay, you know, I'd rather spend it somewhere else, but this is a great way to still get that amazing floral display without having to put florals everywhere and yeah. you know paying an arm and a leg for the entire place just dripping with florals while we're on the discussion of flowers good lord girls do not carry a bouquet that's i'm on video right so this thick the stems are this thick you know <laughs> you don't need it it should just compliment you yeah it shouldn't shouldn't make your hands cramp <laughs> the, it it does i have had so many times we're doing the formal pictures and i'm holding the bouquet and handing it back to her holding it handing it back to her because she can't she can't hold it it's so thick it's you like know a, a toddler in yeah. your arms <laughs> yeah and uh Cascading. Okay, we won't even go there. <laughs> we'll save that for the next episode. <laughs> don't get me started on that one. <laughs> Let's get you started on number three. Bustling the dress. Mm. I have seen the most complicated dresses where it's yellow and red and green and we're matching up the ribbons and underneath. And I've got five girls underneath their dress <laughs> with a flashlight trying to or a phone trying to figure out... Um, how to get the dress up like the mice and cinderella (laughs) it's exactly it's horrible oh my gosh it's something that people miss you know 45 minutes of their of their reception Mm. because they're trying to do that Mm -hmm. and i've seen mothers and daughters and sisters screaming at each other because you know it's not working if you have um a dress that is complicated assign somebody Make sure they know what they're doing. Practice it five times. Bring them with you to the fitting. Exactly. Those people that work in bridal um, salons, they know Mm -hmm. how 
to do it and they know that it's complicated and they want to teach you how to do it and it should be done. Yes. When you buy your dress, just make sure they know that we need like a month out to have everything ready for uh, the bridal portrait. So many times we're the ones stuck doing it two days before the wedding because their dress is not ready wow. yet. But it's always a problem. Yeah. It's consistently coming up that their dress isn't ready. I've heard advice to just tell them a, a different wedding date. Tell them your wedding date's a couple months before I mean, it actually I'm, is. I'm I not mean, into lying, but yeah. uh, it wouldn't be. But I'm into having my dress on time. Exactly. <laughs> and for the bridal portrait. Yes. This is like a 3.5 on my list, but it's number four. Okay. <laughs> and it's really, really a touchy subject. I don't even know how to approach it. Oh um, it's hard, but sleeveless dresses. Mm. I'm watching these people and I'm doing the bridal portrait ahead of time. And then the girls are telling me, oh my God, my arms look so fat in this dress. Why? And I'm like, honey, you picked this dress out, not yeah. me, you know? <laughs> Why, where are the moms, the maid of honor, the sisters, not to tell them to wear some sleeves the or a bolero? sold it to them even. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean, you can't do anything about it. You're beautiful. You're a bride. It's your best day of your life. But you're going to come back and look at those pictures and, you're, and they're all telling me, you've got to Photoshop 1,200 images to show that my arms look skinnier. One of the most heartbreaking things I hear is when people are like, please Photoshop me to look thinner. It's like... You're beautiful. And if, you know, if you don't like the way you look in this dress, that's okay. You can wear a different dress, but just make sure you pick something that's going to make you feel confident. You don't need your photographer to be photoshopping a fake version of you. You were the bride, right. not not the photoshop version of you. So I agree. Yeah. And I mean, we do anything. We're going to make them happy, but um I never pull them back so far where they're unrecognizable right. or somebody's the first thing that they say is, "Oh, you've been, you know, photoshopped or airbrushed mm -hmm. you know okay moving on then. number five consider the season hot or nice um man i can't tell you don't have your wedding in august but pick a place where it's you're not going to be uncomfortable yeah and you're i have seen guests leave because they were so hot impacted by wow hotness yeah well and i mean this next coming year it's going to be hard to find a date that is going to accommodate everything but if you're going to have a wedding in the hot season make sure you have fans make sure you have There's ac lots of blasting things you could do if we're uncomfortable and we're working uh i can't imagine how the guests are yeah it but you know th there is a, a blog on san antonio weddings called uh texas summer wedding must have so if mm -hmm. this is an issue that you're having go and check it out look and see they need to do their research go mm -hmm. back and look at that before we move on to number six i'm just going to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor the mcnay art oh museum i love them i love to shoot there i yes. mean it is just so incredible and monica mm, she's mm. the best yeah great to work with an amazing venue if you love art if you love art deco style the mcnay has multiple packages different spaces you can rent for your wedding weekdays weekends they got you covered so check them out on sanantonioweddings.com the mcnay art museum is ready to host you i hope maybe you can drop in one of my images yes i used it in my ad a few years ago with san antonio weddings and I think it was right now. Just beautiful. There's Dane's photo oh, of the McNay. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. And by curiosity, I just saw that it was those people's five year fifth year anniversary on a Facebook memory today. Aww, so that's so special. <laughs> yeah, it came up on my feed. 
that is uh, meant to be. Number six is hair and makeup. Listen to your photographer. Listen to your photographer. Listen to your I have a makeup artist that I work with a lot and uh, recommend her, but we are constantly at battle with, uh, what do you call them, trends, uh, uh, little spiral things that hang down right mm, here. Those curls. That make know, shadows. Side bangs. Even though I, I uh, get along with this person and I think she's amazing, but we always seem to be arguing about things that hang in front. Mm. And if you're at the at the altar and people are looking at you this way, you know, you you don't want that hiding you. It needs to be brought back. You don't want to get in the way of the photos. You no. don't want weird shadows on your face, no. for sure. No, a shadow going right through there and it looks like a corkscrew, you yeah. know. And That's something I didn't even think about. And, you know, just using good makeup artistry on the day of the wedding, they know what to put on your face that, mm -hmm. you know, does not reflect the flash. Number seven, leave your phone at home. I've seen some funny things where the the guy said, uh, hold on, I'm changing my status on my Facebook right now. And I thought, <laughs> okay, good thing you weren't in a Catholic church. You've probably been... Shunned. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, uh, repenting or something. Yeah. But... Uh, Three weeks ago, I was at a wedding, and uh, the bride was just getting ready. We're about five minutes out, and the phone rings, and two phone calls asking, I don't know where this place is. I'm trying to find it. I'm like, are you serious? Don't answer your phone on your wedding day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, Put that away. It just made stress for her. Also, if you're a guest, try not to call the bride on the day of her wedding. <laughs> Maybe call her that? mom, call her maid of honor, call anyone call a taxi I, an uber or something you know this call is, uh 411 yeah exactly. <laughs> 411 that is you're dated hey but, i was born in 96 baby <laughs> i just never understood like why people are walking around with their phones and it um makes for ugly pictures when the bride sticks it right here uh. on left you don't have a breast pocket so <laughs> for a reason <laughs> exactly don't stick your phone there yeah no uh, just be phone free that day yeah the people you love most are there the you know you don't yep. really need to talk to anybody else so that's right enjoy it yeah i like that one okay uh coordinator or not coordination is something that almost every wedding needs don't depend on your photographer uh or your dj to you know run the course the coordinators do so much much more and I've had people when it's like 250 people at a venue and uh, they show up with a, a no coordinator and they go oh my sister's gonna do it why would you want your sister to work right at your wedding yeah you know that is a lot of work yeah think really strong about having a coordinator yeah at your wedding and you know if you uh, can't afford, you know, the six months out coordinator, just do day of. Yeah. Not every venue has somebody on staff that, you know, is going to do that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I agree. I think if there's a way to help you and your closest loved ones celebrate harder <laughs> on your big day, then do it. You know, if, if you can afford it, then for sure, make it happen. Number nine is my favorite. So I'm going to push that to number 10. Okay. In number 10 is, was invest in photography. <clears throat> Flowers die. You don't remember what the cake tasted like. You don't remember the food. You, The photography is going to be around forever. And videography too. Yeah. 100% um, I agree with this. 
just having the photography and having somebody doing good, I cannot tell you how many times people have told me, uh, yeah, well, my friend did it and I got 70 pictures, you know, and I'm like, wow, you know. One of each moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes they'll bring it and ask us to try to make an album and we're going, okay, what did they shoot this on, an iPhone? Or, you know, an iPhone would have been better than what they oh, used. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, that's really... Uh, that's yeah one of the saddest things to hear is you know I, I wasn't happy with my photos for my wedding or the wedding photographer did me wrong or you know, I've heard crazy crazy stories about read your reviews people and read your contract with your, read your contract too mm-hmm. um, it's very reviews 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 and they're everywhere and look at their Instagram look at their Facebook look at you know oh that's real good advice. all of it because there's no right or wrong answer for your photos, but there's definitely a spectrum of quality that you can go with, right? That's, and so that's correct. for this big day, I don't know if you'll ever have a day as big as this again. Go all out. Get that photographer that's going to help you remember it in the most beautiful, in the most representative way of you possible. Okay, n- number nine, going backwards, is... And I have a really good story for it. Relax about the steps in family hmm. and step parents. And um, I've I've seen brides freak out about, oh my God, my mom's going to be there and my dad and they've been divorced 20 years. They're both remarried. People get along. Out of a thousand weddings, I only saw one time hmm. that somebody was rude. There might have been other photographers that saw... Um, Worse. You know, worse things than I have. It could have been. One time, one particular girl, we were at a ranch out, uh, Tepatillo. And um, the bride was telling me, oh my God, I grew up with my dad and my stepmom. My stepmom is paying for this whole thing. And I love my mom, but they don't get along. And I was like, don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. That's the least thing that you need to be thinking about right now. So... The mom comes down the aisle first. She sits one, two, three, over. Then comes the stepmom. She sits one, two, and sits right next to the mom. That's how they planned it. It was fine. Then the bride and the dad come down the aisle. And right before that happened, and I'm standing right there because I'm getting the bride coming down. That's where I stand until the bride's down and then I move out of the way. I'm always go down on one knee so now I'm looking you know like eye level or a little lower and the stepmom reached over and said it's time and she grabbed the mom's hand and the two of them touched heads and shared a Kleenex and I thought this girl worried about nothing you know this moment probably was quite a while ago but it stuck in my head because that poor girl worried and worried. She goes, I've lost sleep over it. Oh my gosh. And there was, it was nothing. Oh, and it probably honestly helped the mom and stepmom have a mutual reason to like be okay. You know, even if they did have their problems in the past, they both loved that bride enough to put themselves aside. Yeah. If there's someone that you're really, really worried about, then, you know, like (laughs) maybe they shouldn't be there. Yeah. Maybe just don't invite them. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, or assign somebody. Like, to keep an eye out. I appreciate you sharing all that knowledge. Yeah. And I am I know that couples are going to walk away from this with newfound knowledge of 
and things that they can take for their wedding day and things that they can leave behind, you know? Yeah, so not everything will apply to them, but something yeah, might. Yeah. Thank you so much, Dane, for coming into the studio today. If people are interested in booking you or learning more from you, where would they find you? Well, they could find my link on SanAntonioWeddings.com and DosKiwis.com. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook, too. Perfect. Thank you so much, Dane. And shout out again to today's sponsor, McNay Art Museum. Check out their vendor profile as well on SanAntonioWeddings.com. And don't forget, the buzz doesn't have to stop here. We're everywhere online, TikTok, Twitter, you name it, YouTube, podcast, everywhere. We're here for you to help you plan your perfect San Antonio wedding. So thanks again for joining us. Subscribe to our channel, turn on those notifications, like this video, and we'll see you next time. Wave to this camera and say bye. Adios.